Crosswalk. That's the title of this series, Crosswalk. Um, and you guys have already spoke a little bit uh, about uh, we're called to pick up our cross daily, right? We talked about um, Pastor Dan preached, Pastor, uh, Brother Manny, Pastor Bob. I'm pretty sure they, they, they set a good foundation here. Um, pa Brother Manny talked about deliverance. Um, um, Pastor Bob, he talked about trusting God. Um, Pastor Dan, he talked about the Holy Ghost and power. How many know there's power in the name of Jesus, but the Holy Ghost carries power? Did you know that? So in that Holy Ghost power, you got to understand one thing with me, that our strength comes through the power of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is for you and I to be led and guided. Did you know that? That's our Thomas guide. We don't need Google. We have the Holy Ghost to lead and guide us. And when he guides us, he's going to guide us to all truth. Can somebody in this place shout amen tonight? And the thing about it is, is whether you realize this or not, God's power is available to all of us. Did you know that? It's available to you. Look at your neighbor and say, it's available to you. See, it's the power of the Holy Spirit that lives in us. It's the power of the Holy Spirit that li lives in us. Not only does it live in us, but it lives in us, but it's for us to help to make better decisions, right? It's not only for that purpose as well. It's, it's meant to protect us, protect us. And in, in, in that protection, we want to be protected from physical and spiritual danger, okay? Holy Spirit also is known as a comforter. How many want to be comforted? How many like to be comforted? You know, the Holy Ghost can do those things. It can comfort you when things are in chaos, okay? Um, also, it calms our fears. It calms our fears. So tonight, um, I want to segue myself into this little final piece of this series. It's a life of sacrifice. Everybody say, a life of sacrifice. And sometimes, man, sacrifice isn't always popular, right? And sometimes it's very hard to do. But guess what? When we have the Holy Ghost uh, in our lives directing and leading us, we can do it. We can do all things through Christ who gives us the strength and the ability to. So if you, if you, if you don't mind, I just want to pray just for a second just for a minute, and then I'm going to jump right into this. Heavenly Father, we just come before you right now, Lord. Our hearts are wide open, God. I pray, Lord, that you would speak into our hearts, that you would speak into our, our ears, God, right now. I pray, Lord, that we would be attentive, God, to your word, God. I pray, Lord, that you would speak loud, that you would speak clearly, God. Lord, speak to each and every one of us what it is that you want to speak to us. Do what you came to do in this place today, God. Lord, we bind every lie and every strategy. We come against them right now. And we ask, Lord, that your spirit, God, would dwell among us right now in this place, God. I pray, Lord, that you would increase and I would decrease tonight, God. We thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. And we say tonight, amen, amen and amen. So Romans chapter 12, verse 1, the New Living Translation. <clears throat> say amen when you get there and I'll launch from there. Okay, you guys ready? All right, it says this. It says, and so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God 
because of all he has done for you. If God has done anything for you tonight, raise two hands. Yes. It says, let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. I brought along another version here, the Amplified Bible, and I kind of like this sometimes because it gives you little paraphrases here. Um, quote, uh, so let me read it. It says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, dedicating all of yourselves set apart. I like that part. Dedicated, set apart. It says, as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. Act of worship. Did you hear that? Intelligent act of worship. What I want to tell you tonight is giving, sacrifice requires us giving to the Lord what he requires, and that's of our time. How many know that we love our time, right? Some of us like our sleeping time, right? Some of us like our alone time, but we love time. But guess what? God wants us to sacrifice some of our time. Even when it causes you and I to be inconvenienced, right? Even when it causes you and I to be inconvenienced. Also, he doesn't only want your time, but he wants some of your earthly possessions to be used for his honor and his glory, right? He wants all that so we could further the work that he's began, that he started. You know, once God starts, starts anything, he is faithful and just to complete just what he started. Ain't that what he says? He's faithful and just to complete what he started. The Lord commanded you and I. He commanded us this in Matthew 6, 33. You guys have heard this time and time again. He says, seek ye first the kingdom of God. Seek him first in everything that you're looking for, everything that you desire, guess what? And he said, all these things shall be added unto you. But you got to first seek him first. Seek him first. When we seek him first, what that shows and what that demonstrates is our willingness to sacrifice. It, to it tells you and I it's our willingness to sacrifice is an indication of our devotion to God. That's what it shows. Are you willing to sacrifice for God? And how much and how far will you go? How far will you and how much will you sacrifice for God? How far? I tell you what, I've been sacrificing for the last 28, 29 years, and it's been a great sacrifice. I wouldn't trade it in. I wouldn't turn it in. I wouldn't sell it at all. It's been really, really good. And you know, during all of these times of sacrifice, God's been with me every step of the way. See, so a lot of times we try to figure things out, but we don't have to figure things out because God says his ways are not your ways. His ways are much higher. He does things beyond our imagination sometimes. Has he ever blown your mind? Has he ever blown your mind? And sometimes you sit back and you say, God, man, you're just too much. Have you ever said that? You're just too much. 
Cut it out, stop it, would you? No, you don't want them to stop. You want them to keep going, right? You don't want them to stop now, do you? Sacrificial living is giving up your own lives, our own lives, for the purpose of following Christ. Did you know that? That's what it is when you sacrifice. You're giving up your own life to serve him, to follow him. Because guess what? It would be real easy if we didn't have to give up anything, right? It would be real easy if we didn't have to sacrifice anything. And if we didn't, everybody would be doing it. This place will be filled up. Churches will be filled up, but it costs you something. And I believe sometimes we don't want to give up those things in order to sacrifice for God sometimes. But guess what? If you're, going to be, if you're going to live a sacrificial life, he's going to require for you to give up some things at times. He's going to call you when you least expect it. He's going to inconvenience you. So the first thing I want to tell you guys about is sacrificial living is a daily decision. It's a daily decision. It's not a one-on. It's not every now and then. But it's a daily decision. You have to begin to live sacrificial lives for God every single day. Every single day when you wake up and there's still air and breath in your lungs, God, I'm going to live for you today. God, how can you use my life? Lord, take control of my life. Lord, lead and guide me through this day. You know, one of the things I said when I got saved is I said, God, you know what? Here's my life. Use it as you please. I never put, uh, uh, you know, God, if you love me, if you do this, I'll do that. You can't bargain with him. Did you know that? You can't bargain with God. Because guess what? You'll always be the one to come up short. <laughs> You'll always be on a losing end. See, thank be to God, he calls us winners. He says we're the heads and not the tails anymore. Because we've chased our tails too many times, right? But God made us winners now. Did you know we have victory, and the victory's in Jesus Christ. Once you gave God your life, you became a victor. You became a victor. And guess who got defeated? The enemy was defeated in your life. He's got defeated. Paul urges us about this sacrificial living in Romans 12.1. It says he urges us to offer our bodies as a living sacrifice. How? Holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Holy and pleasing to God. If you've been around for any length of time, even if, even if right now our lives should be pleasing to God, our decisions should be pleasing to God, what we do should be pleasing to God, how we carry ourselves should be pleasing to God. Because we want to be an obedient servant of the Most High. Can you say amen in this place tonight? Someone said this. They said we are to continually, we are to continually offer ourselves to God as a living sacrifice, as an act of worship, ongoing, continual, nonstop, continual. We're supposed to do this, right? Not when we feel like it, because sometimes we don't feel like it, right? But we're supposed to continue to do this all the time. Let me ask you a question. When you don't drink your cup of coffee in the morning. How do you feel? You can't function. I've heard people, man, hey, don't, 
Don't talk to me right now. I haven't had my Starbucks yet. I haven't had my coffee yet. Once I get that, then we can talk. You ever been there? You ever met people like that? Yes, you have. Is that you? You don't talk until everything, until you get your coffee. You're okay, right? But see, what I'm telling you here is that we're supposed to continue to offer our life, our liver, a sacrificial life on a regular basis, no matter how we feel. We can't go by our feelings because sometimes our feelings are here, but other times our feelings are down here. Sometimes we feel it, feel like it, but sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're up, but sometimes we're down. Sometimes we just want to be left alone, right? Never allow your feelings, never allow yourself to be led by your feelings because your feelings will always lead you in the wrong way, right? You guys remember that old commercial that said, Captain Crunch, you can't get away with the crunch because the crunch always gives you away. <laughs> always gives you away. You guys know what I'm talking about, right? Some of you guys know. Captain Crunch was a cereal. What about the peanut butter, the mixed berry? All right, all right. Enough of that. But some, what I'm saying is you can't really hide your feelings sometimes, right? You can't really hide the way you feel sometimes. You can't. Because it'll always give you away. It'll always come out. So again, we are to continue to offer ourselves to God as a living sacrifice, as an act of worship, especially for all he's done for us. Especially for all he's done for us. You know, the least we can do is live for him. Live for him. Why? Because he died for us. He died for us. It's the least we can do is live for him. And I'm not talking about living for him half-heartedly. I'm talking about 100% sold out. You know, because for me, <clears throat> I consider myself to be a Jesus freak. Where's my Jesus freaks at in the house? That's not a popular term today. You tell them you're a Jesus freak, they look at you kind of crazy. But see, all I'm simply telling them, you know what? I'm sold out for Jesus, buddy. <laughs> I'm sold out for him. You know, you know what I admire about, about Job is as, 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 Joe, as uh, the devil's talking to God and he's saying, you know what, if, if you take everything away from Job, we'll see if he'll still serve you. Take everything away and let's see, he's only serving you because of what you're giving him. He's only serving you because you, every, his little bless me list, you've already fulfilled all of that. But take all that away and see what Job does. Job, man, he even almost got divorced because his wife said, once you curse God and die, Job said, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I admire that story because Job was sold out. Job was sold out. Take all my possessions away. And guess what? I'm still going to serve you. Is that you tonight? Will you still serve him when he takes everything away? Will you still serve him 100%? Will you still serve me if he doesn't bless you another time? Because what does he really owe us? 
What he really owes me? I don't even want it. <laughs> you don't even want that. I don't want that. So live for him sacrificially because he paid the ultimate price. He sacrificed his life, not because he did anything wrong, but for our benefit, for our good. Here's a quote, and it said, Learn to live for him, and you'll live to deny yourself. Did you guys catch that? Learn to live for him, and you'll deny yourself. Because if you're busy living for him, you, you're denying yourself. You can't really possibly be living for yourself if you're living for him. Live for him. Secondly, sacrificial living goes against the wisdom of the world. They don't understand that. See, because the world says to seek your self-gratification. The world says, if it feels good, do it. If it feels good, do it, even if it goes against your morals, even if it goes against the standards of God, even if it goes against his principles, just do it. I hope that ain't where they got that Nike slogan at. But anyway, that's what the world says. That's what the world says. So they don't understand. Why do you come to church so much? Why do you give your money to the church so much? Why do you pray all the time? Why do you sacrifice? Why? Because I'm a Jesus freak. I'm sold out for Jesus for all he's done for me. Man, you just don't understand. You don't understand what he's done for me. Only if you knew. Only if you knew. Huh? To choose to deny self in order to gain the opportunity to serve God is something that will be hard for others to understand. Those that are outside of Christ, they won't understand that. That's why they keep asking you. They don't understand, you know, hey, I got prayer, I got church on Tuesday, I got church on Wednesday, I got Bible study. Man, you got days taken up all week. Yes, I do. It keeps me grounded. It keeps me sane. It keeps me from going insane. I was once insane, but now I'm sane. I got my right mind now. I thought I was going cuckoo at one time. But you know what? God gave me a right mind. God gave me a right heart. God gave me a heart that's pure now. God's given me a heart that seeks after him. No longer am I seeking after myself, but I'm seeking after God. Choose to deny self in order to gain opportunity. When you sacrifice for God, there's always, and you've heard the saying, it'll be greater later. You ever heard that? It'll be greater later. Okay, if you haven't, you heard it tonight. It'll be greater later. It'll be greater later. Sacrifice now. Receive something great later on. You know, I was just telling my church just the other day, I like squirrels. I just, I, I really don't like them, but I like what they do because they think ahead of time. And this is what I mean. They gather all of these, all of these, these food sources and they put them away, right? So they'll have something to eat for later on, for later on. 
So we got this little squirrel that comes to our house every single day. Don't know, well, I do know why. The neighbor, she actually has this big bag of peanuts, and she puts them out every single time. So every single time he comes out of the tree, he comes down, he grabs one, and he'll take it, and he comes down in the grass, and he digs a hole, and he stuffs them in there. He stuffs them in there. I know where I put that one. I know where I put that. He knows where he put them. So I have this, this pretty little dog, and it drives him crazy. The, the squirrel digs, puts him away. He goes out and digs him up. He wants to get that out of there. What am I telling you? Sacrifice now and receive a blessing later on. You don't need it right now. Sacrifice now, and God will reward you later. The squirrel has the right idea. He says, if I reap now, man, if, if I go and get what I need now and put it away, I'll have something when the rainy day comes. He's already ahead already. He's not eating it right then and there. He's waiting to a time where he really needs it. And see, God comes through when you really need it. God comes through at the right time. When God comes through, he's very precise, really precise. You know what? He's never late. He's always, always on time. Can you say amen? He's always on time. I think most of the time, we're on a late freight. <laughs> but God's always on time. Now, isn't he? Sometime, have you, ever, have you ever been in a place where you're thinking, well, how am I going to do this? How am I going to make these ends meet? And all of a sudden, God comes through. Remember, you sold way back when, right? You sold way back when, and now you're in need, and God comes through. Boom, here you go. Sometimes you forget it, right? But God does come through. He comes through. Thirdly, sacrifice is painful. Everybody say painful. Because it hurts sometimes. It's not the most popular thing to sacrifice. See, Jesus knew all too well of that. God knew, because why? His son's life was sacrificed for us. His son's life was sacrificed for us. He never promised that we would live a pain-free life, now did he? But what he did says, in this life there will be what? Trials and tribulations, but be of good courage. Why? Because I've overcome the world. See, God doesn't apologize for asking us as believers to follow him. He doesn't apologize for telling us how and what he wants and what he expects of us. He doesn't apologize at all. He has every right to do that. Did you know that? He has every right to do that. Did you know that God owns us? Now, you don't own me. Yes, he owns you. He owns me. Look at your Bible in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19. He bought us with his blood. He bought us with his blood. This is what I'm talking about. So he does. He owns all of us because Jesus shed his blood for you and for me. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse number 19. It says this. It says, do you not... Do you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? 
It says, you are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. Honor God with your body. I can do whatever I want. No, honor God with your body. Honor God with your body. Do the right thing. Don't put things in it that don't belong. Don't do things that will violate the principles and the morals of God. Don't do those things because that doesn't bring honor to him. See, God promised us this. But God also promised us that whatever costs we are asked to pay in denying self and following him, he will repay and he will multiply times now. Whatever you sacrifice, whatever you say you've lost, guess what? God will repay that and then some. And then some. You don't believe me tonight? Turn to Mark chapter 10, verse 29. He says he's going to pay everything back. He's going to give it back when you sacrifice for him. It's not, a, what does he say? Your labor's not in vain. But when you sacrifice, that's not in vain either. That's not in vain. It says, I tell you the truth, Jesus replied. No one has left home or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or fields for me and the gospel will fail to receive a hundred times as much in this present age. Homes, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and fields, and with them persecutions. And in, the, in, in this age to come, eternal life. So everything that you may have thought that you lost and that you sacrificed and you didn't see any repayment or payback, God's going to give that back. Good news. God's going to restore that. God's going to give that back. That's good news. That's really, really good news. See, anytime you sacrifice for God, you got to understand that he sees that. He knows that. And he takes note of that. He takes note of that. Therefore, whatever has been sacrificed for Christ, when compared with what has been gained in return will not seem to be too great a cost to pay. Seems like a lot now, but let me tell you one thing. When it's all said and done, it's going to be worth it. It's going to be worth it. Because why? We'll be in heaven. I don't know about you, but that's the goal. That is the goal. Pick up our cross daily. Pick up our cross every single day. See, right now, I was just mentioning to our churches, when you leave out the house, you got to be fully dressed. Fully dressed. Don't ever come out of the house without your armor on. Your armor is your protective gear. 
That helps you fight against and protects you against the wiles that the enemy will try and assault you with. So what I'm doing now is I'm going through these one piece at a time because I think it's very important. I think God gives us tools to use and we just set them in the corner and look at them or let them collect dust. No, we don't want to do that. We want to use what God has given us to use. Right? So tonight, remember who you're sacrificing for. Tonight, remember why you're sacrificing. And tonight, remember everything that you sacrifice. God has already taken note of that. And God knows when to repay or pay you back at the right and the opportune time. Can you say amen tonight? Can you say amen tonight? Let's give God praise tonight. Come on, give God praise tonight. Give God worship tonight. Come on, give him worship tonight. Hallelujah. Lord, you are worthy in this place tonight, God. Lord, we thank you right now, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord. Have your way in this place tonight. Hallelujah. If we could, bow our heads for a brief moment tonight as the worship team comes up tonight. Let's bow our heads for a quick moment. Tonight you might be in this place, and maybe, just maybe tonight, this may have been something, it may have been something new that you've heard tonight. And maybe you have not sacrificed the way that God wants you to sacrifice. Maybe it was out of fear. Fear stopped you from sacrificing for, for God. But can I tell you that God wouldn't ask you to do anything that he wouldn't do. He wouldn't ask you to do anything that's too hard because he knows that you can. Sacrifice is always seems hard in the beginning, but it's worth it in the end. He sees your heart. He sees your attitude when you, when you sacrifice for him. And today, the Bible tells you and I that we need to pick up our cross daily and follow after him. It's an everyday thing. You know, when you rise in the morning, ask God, God, what is it that you want from me today? Lead me and guide me in the way that you want me to go. Live a life that's pleasing to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords tonight. As we stand to our feet tonight in this place, every head bowed and every eye closed in reverence to God right now. Sacrifice and living for God is a great thing. Because in your sacrifice, one thing that you got to understand is he said he'll never leave you, nor will he forsake you. Sometime I believe that sacrificing sometime 
we're being tested at times. How much are you willing to sacrifice? Job went through numerous amounts of things in his life where everything was taken away, but nevertheless, he continued to live for God tonight. Did it hurt? Yes. Was it painful? Yes. But at the same time, he was blessed after everything. And you can be blessed after everything as well. Tonight, you might be in this place tonight. You may not know Christ as your personal Lord and Savior tonight. Tonight, I want to give you that opportunity to accept Christ as your personal Lord and Savior tonight, if that's you in this place tonight. If that's you in this place tonight and you don't know the Lord as your personal Lord and Savior, would you slip up your hand all over this place tonight, if that's you? Slip up your hand all over this place tonight. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed in this place tonight,